Another one from several years ago, Megan Miranda on DaleWileyShow.com. Well, we're here today with Megan Miranda. Uh, she's had a great release this past week or so of her new book, uh, All the Missing Girls, and um, just got done reading it, and I'm really excited to um, find some more out about this really interesting book. Um, Megan, thanks for coming on today. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. And so um, you've got a really interesting new book. It's it's a very good read. I just got done with it. But it's also got something a little bit different about it. So tell me what's different about this book. Sure. So um, All the Missing Girls is about two girls who've gone missing 10 years apart, and their cases are linked by the same group of friends in a small North Carolina town, and it's told in reverse. So after a short introduction, it jumps to ahead two weeks to day 15 and move backwards until you get back to day one. Right. And so <laughs> now I've got to, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about that because <laughs> okay. num- number one, it, it was a different, it was a challenge for me to, uh, and I don't know, you know, I obviously knew how the structure was, but it was really different to try to read like that. Have you, right. have you heard that from other people? Um, I've heard some who took like a few days to kind of get into and get used to the structure, and then uh-huh. and then the story kind of flows from there. Yes, right. And and I mean that would be me because I, you know once once I kind of got into it because I mean to me it was kind of like riding a bike. You know you you had to kind of get used to this idea that okay I'm going to learn something different, but it's it's not going to be in the sequence that I'm used to getting it. Right. And and so um, so I guess what what gave you the idea to do that? Sure. So so the structure in the story uh, developed a little bit hand in hand, but the the structure to move backwards was kind of the heart of the idea. I'd been kind of thinking for a while um, about the idea of telling a mystery in reverse, um, almost like the unwinding of a mystery, where uh-huh. the reader would be working sort of back through the pieces, um, and so you're kind of the thing you're solving um, isn't just what happened but why, and so that each day would kind of strip away uh, a layer of the motivation. Um, uh-huh. And I'm really interested in kind of exploring the character dynamic in that way of why something happened, and that's that kind of the mystery. Um, uh-huh. And so I thought a lot about why a narrator would choose to tell a story in this way, um, and all the missing girls kind of thematically really has to do a lot with this woman who has to kind of go back into her past for answers. And so it felt like the right way to tell this story. Well, and, and certainly your idea of who she is and, and really, I mean, in a weird way, it's almost like the way she sees herself um, is, is very different between day one and day 15. Yes, yes. Um, so it's it's sort of a, a kind of discovering yourself as you go as well and kind of stripping away all the different possibilities. Um, and I, I kind of got the idea for the story from the character herself, and it was on a drive that I was doing. So I grew uh-huh. up in New Jersey, and I moved to North Carolina about 12 years ago. Uh-huh. And the drive feels like this character shift where the scenery really yeah. changes all around you. Sure. And so, and like, as I was driving, I 
I kind of felt myself almost becoming that person I had been growing up because there's all the uh-huh. people there who know you're a certain way. And so I wondered if there could be, like, versions of us who were tied to different places in time. And so that's kind of what she has to come face-to-face with. She does the reverse where she grew up in North Carolina, moved north, and drives back home and has to kind of confront everything that had happened in the past. Right, right, and, and the people and the romances and, and everything else. Right. And and so now at the end of the book, when you get to the acknowledgments, you have this kind of cryptic thing in there where you say that um, this was a, a one-sentence pitch that my right. that my agent had. I, I want to know what that one sentence was. <laughs> uh, it, it will probably give away. Oh, doggone it. Unfortunately, um, and it so so yeah. The one sentence pitch was about the structure um, and the character together, and um, and then I mean this was an idea I had many years ago, around the time my very first book came out, and it took me a long time to really find the right story for it, um, uh-huh. and so it developed so much from that one sentence pitch. It's it's, <laughs> it's pretty different, but. Um, it was the the concept I kept coming back to where I would I would try it and it wouldn't quite work and I'd put it aside. Um uh-huh. so I had lots of kind of thirty page drafts of this, uh-huh. but it was the one that just kept speaking to me and I knew that, you know, this was the one I needed to write. Right. And um because you've written several young adult novels and tell me a little bit about those. What um yeah. what captures you about that? Um, so uh my young adult books I have um my fifth one just came out, and they're all young adult thrillers. And um, I'm really drawn and interested to those things that can happen when we're 16, 17, 18 years old. Uh-huh. Um, and and this it's kind of the same in all the missing girls, where I'm still kind of drawn to these big events that have happened when they're 18 sure. years old. But I've been right. thinking, you know, 10 years later, how, how do things look differently and how does that affect everyone um, uh-huh. as they've all gone their separate ways. But uh-huh. I find something really compelling about um, writing about something that thrillers where everything is kind of something they're experiencing for the first time as well and kind of figuring out who they are and what they're capable of in these extreme circumstances. Uh-huh. And uh, the latest one, tell me about the, the latest young adult thriller. That you... Yeah, that one is called The Safest Lies, and it came out in May. Right. And it is about um, a girl named Kelsey who has been raised on fear her entire life. Um, her uh, mother was um, a victim of a very famous and infamous kidnapping, and okay. um, she hasn't left the house in 17 years since she's oh, wow. been born. And um, Kelsey's starting to push back on her mother's way of seeing things, she's, she she sees fear everywhere. And um, when Kelsey returns home one day, her mother is missing. And that's kind of the start of of the book, is, is someone out there, what happened to her mother, and is someone still coming for her? Okay. And, um, and so what is different for you about writing a young adult story as opposed to writing uh, all the missing girls? Uh, I think the main difference is really through the perspective. Um, I write both in first person. Uh-huh. So in the young adult books, since everything feels very, I feel like there's a real 
strong emotional immediacy to everything because so much of it is kind of happening for the first time. Uh Um, And then with the adult perspective, there's all this experience that everything is filtered through as well. So, Uh um, and and there's that element of hindsight of looking at things. So it's mostly through the perspective for me, but I approach it in the same way. Um, I'm someone who comes up with, who thinks of character first more than plot Uh and kind of lets the character lead the way. Well, and and that you know again, it, it's hard, to, especially when you're talking about a book that's just recently um, released. But but certainly you've got an interesting friendship or frenemyship or whatever you'd want to call it um, between um, two of the the female characters, and 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 that again because it's being told backwards, that also unfolds in a really unusual way. Yes, yes, and I'm really, the relationships to me are kind of the heart of a story, and and doing that in reverse as well was a way to kind of strip away, um, especially if, if you've been in a relationship um, and then 10 years later can look back on it and almost see different elements to it that maybe you weren't seeing when you were actually living right. it. Right, yeah. yeah, and especially with... Um, Nick's kind of situation where she's, you know, she's kind of done about everything she can do to distance herself from this place and then now trying to figure out what all that means. And and this happens to be a story that you really can't say very much about it without giving away too much. <laughs> it's true. It's true, especially because of the way it's structured, too. Um, yeah. So, uh, so is this – now, you know, I – I remember when studying literature in in college and and the like that writers like Robrier and and other uh, of the kind of postmodernist writers kind of deconstructed books in ways that um, that you know would think about these sorts of things of, of putting limitations or changing structures. I mean, is what did you have any examples to pull on when you were writing it? You know, I I'm really interested in different structures and the reason people pick specific structures for stories. And uh-huh. um, so it wasn't that I was inspired by one specific element, but it is something I think about, and especially in TV, too, um, seeing the different formats that are used, um, you know, with with the show Lost and how they would kind of jump back and show each character and how they got there. Right. Um, or or whether in a series you kind of are given the end event and then work your way towards it. And so I do kind of think about uh, structure and story. Um, and I did want to tell – I wanted to tell a story in reverse that kept the characters moving forward there. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, and that you're still kind of learning something new and getting to know the characters that way even as they're moving backwards. So that was kind uh-huh. of the goal for that. Well, do you? Um, who are some of your favorite writers who uh, who brought helps bring you to this point? Uh, I love uh, psychological thrillers. Um, uh, Tana French and Megan Abbott and Gillian Flynn, um, some of my favorites. And um, okay. Tim Johnston's Descent was uh, a book I just loved recently as well. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, I'm very drawn to the psychological thriller genre. Well, and and I've noticed that, um, you know, I've been watching it, and and it looks like that um, the book is doing pretty well now. I mean, um, what's been the most exciting part of of having the book released and and all that? 
Oh, it's been uh, amazing hearing people's reactions um, and what surprised them um, and, you know, kind of the moments that I get, like, emails about that have happened on certain days, um, and I know where they are, so it's kind of really fun to kind of go along and see where they are when they're sending me notes. So it's been, I've really enjoyed um, kind of the reader reaction. Uh-huh. Well, so will will your next one be a young adult, or will it be a will it be a different thriller? Um, I have a another standalone psychological thriller coming out probably next summer. That's an adult, uh-huh. um, and I'm editing that right now. And uh-huh. I also have um, a standalone young adult, um, which will come out after that. But um, I've turned in that draft as well. So oh should, wow. Should, I hope to continue in both going forward. Well, and and so will the next one be told in the same format, or will it be a little more traditional? No, it, it's not going to be um, in the backwards <laughs> structure. No. Now that I've learned how to do this, you've got to get novels that I can do it. No. Then, you know. No, no, no. <laughs> well, um, well, that's good. And then, um, you know, I think that people are are always interested to learn about. Um, you know, the process of writing a book, and especially one like this. Did you write it chronologically and then just chop it up, or did you write it in that way? Uh, tell me tell me how you did that. Yeah. Um, I wrote it in the order that it's read uh, okay. primarily. Okay. And um, so it was a constantly evolving draft. Um, I uh-huh. wish I could outline a lot more before I start, but I, <laughs> since I start with a character, I really have to kind of uh, write my way into the story a little bit. Sure. So um, what I did was I would keep these lists um, as I was working through each day of what had happened, um, the what the narrator before. knew, uh-huh. yeah, and what the characters, the <laughs> yes, yeah, um, <laughs> and then what the, um, what the reader knew at any given time, and then... And then I would kind of go back and be like what the narrator knows and make sure I was walking the line between the two. Sure. And then each time I would get to the next day and figure something out, then I'd kind of go back. And well, so you you were kind of like the, the you know, the main character in Memento in this. You've got a bunch of right. notes on your arms and, yes. and tattoos and things to try to remember everything you've got. Yeah. Going. yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was. And then once I got to about day four, I, I kind of jumped forward to day one and mapped everything out to make sure everything. Was oh, okay. By that by that time was were there any? I mean, by that time did you know where it was going, or were you still learning yeah. that? Um, I had uh, thought up the backstory uh, pretty solidly before, right right when I was starting. That's kind of what I saw first, uh-huh. um, and so I had mapped out the events of ten years earlier, um, and when those reveals would kind of go and kind of used that as a map. And then okay. um, once I was about halfway into the book, I was pretty sure of where where all the present pieces were going to land in the first draft. And then there's a lot of revising on this one. Uh-huh. Well, that, that I mean, it, it's a really interesting read. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Like I said, I do think it's important for people to realize that you haven't done this before. You may think you have, but it's it's really a different reading experience. And yeah. and you know, don't, I mean, it's it's there. You just gotta you've got to get far enough to understand how 
how you read something like that. I mean, right. I, I hope you understand. I mean that as a compliment because yeah, I, thank you. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it is a different kind of experience. So um, it does take a little bit to get used to. So I hope, uh, yeah. Have you have you heard anything from people about movies or things like that that would? Uh, even uh, more interesting to figure out how to put together backwards. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm keeping my fingers crossed in that. Um, we'll see. Oh, well, good. Well, um, well, the book is through Simon & Schuster, and it's called All the Missing Girls by uh, by Megan Miranda, and really glad to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. DaleWileyShow.com. <laughs>